0: Una soothed her husband. She brought him his slippers and lit a pipe for him. She stirred up the peat fire so it would be cozy. Then she set down a huge mug of stout and cut a gigantic slab of soda bread for her dearie. Finn, husband of mine, enough is enough, said Una as gently as she could. For years you've been hiking around from one place to another to avoid the schoo Why, you even built our house high on this windiest of hills, so you'd be able to spy him coming? You'll no, not get a Mama. moment's rest until you stand and face him. Mama Here, Let's see. Aye, I'll be getting Mama. plenty of rest if I stand fast and he knocks me down. I don't have the hearts to face a man who can make a young earth, who can make a young earthquake just with his walk and who carries around a flattened thunderbolt in his pocket just to prove his strength. Mama. Okay, will okay, turn the bit. At that knock, Minnie Hill gave a little dance. "'He's coming,' said Finn, his face turning a fine shade of pale green. "'Now hush,' said Una, "'and give me time to think. "'Do you worry that I won't do all I can "'to help you settle this matter once and for all?' (coughs) "'Una then worked the charm the fairies had taught her. "'She took nine woolen threads, each a different color, "'and braided them into three braids. "'She put one around her right arm, one circling her heart, "'and the third around her right ankle. "'Now nothing she did could fail.' Next she sent around all the neighbors to borrow one and 20 iron frying pans. She hid them in one and 20 loaves of bread that she baked on the fire in the usual way. She set them in the cupboard with some bread that she'd baked the day before. She then took a pot of milk and made it into a fresh wet cheese and put it along with some white stones at the foot of the cradle she made up. Now, my darling, she said, handing Finn some baby clothes, just put these on and do everything just as I'm about to tell you. And remember, she said at last, Cucullan's strength lies in the brass finger he has in his right hand. Now, quick. Oh, baby, no, no. (gasps) Into the cradle, because I hear his knock at the door. Now we're lost, baby. Let's find our spot. Where's our spot in Finn McCool? (gasps) He's dressed up like a baby. All right, woman, bellowed the giant at the door. Where's that coward Finn McCool that I've been chasing after all this time? "'Well, well,' said Una, with her sweetest smile. "'Now isn't that a shame. "'Fin was off working on the causeway "'when some important family affair called him away. "'But he'll be home by tea time, "'so why don't you just come right in and sit down?' "'Poor Fin trembled in the cradle. "'See this?' "'Cocolan said, pulling out what looked like a pancake out of his pocket. "'This was a thunderbolt until I caught it and flattened it. "'And that's what I'm going to do to Fin McGull. too.' Tisk tsk, said Una, that may not be as easy as you think. Finn McCool's a great big broth of a man. Why, take a look at our little baby, and you might be getting an idea of the strength and breadth of Finn himself. Kokulin peeked in the cradle. Cheer up, said the huge baby, looking back at him. My, said Kokulin, what a big boy. While you're waiting, why not have a bite to eat, said Una? She put some loaves of bread on the table, along with a can or to a butter and a pile of cabbage. Let's see, turn the page. What's next? Turn the page. Cuckoolan, <gasps> who was as much a glutton as he was a bully, popped the loaf into his mouth and took a bite, huge bite right under one of the frying pans. Plang! Ooh. Yow! shouted Cuckoolan. What kind of devil's bread is this? Here are two of my teeth out. Well, that's Finn's bread, the only kind he eats, said Una. Is it a bit too tough for you? Too tough for me, me shouted Cuckoolan. I should say not. Just give me another. Cuckoolan jumped into another loaf and into another frying pan. Oh not ever tools left in my head, woman. There's two more out, Cookolin shouted even louder. Turn the page, baby. Turn the page. <gasps> uh oh The baby began to holler too. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Ah, oh, sweet dumplin, said Una, and she handed Baby Finn a loaf. And because there was no frying pan in it, Finn ate it right down. More said the baby as he gobbled up another loaf. "'He seems a strong lad,' said Cucullin, getting a little worried. "'If this was the baby, the father must indeed be a bit stronger than Cucullin thought.' "'Ah, yes,' said Una, beaming. "'Why, instead of the dollies, he loves to play with those white stones there in his cradle. "'Show the nice man, baby dear.' "'Finn did as he was told. "'He picked up a stone that was really the cheese "'and squeezed all the water out of it and popped it into his mouth and ate it. "'Ate it down. "'Cucullin was not to be outdone by a baby.' He grabbed the stone and squeezed. He squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. Squeezed squeezed as he might. He couldn't get a drop of water out of it. He popped it into his mouth and with a chomp, there went the rest of his teeth. Ow. Okay, baby, turn. Ready? (gasps) The howl that came out of him almost broke all the windows. When he finally calmed down, Cucullin said to Una, What kind of teeth does that lad have? They must be made of iron. Let me see your choppers, baby. At that, baby Finn opened wide his mouth, and Cucullin stuck in his brass finger, the very brass finger that was the secret of his strength. With a strong bite, Finn McCool bit the finger right off. Then up Finn leapt and began to pound the daylights at a poor, weak Cucullin. That was that. Out the door went Cucullin, never to bother anyone, let alone Finn McCool, again. Teas, ready, my love, said Una, and Finn McCool sat down with the best giant wife in the whole wide world. And they lived a long and happy life.